Don't ask me to talk. Connection through conversation. Join self-described conversationalist Stacy Heller as she talks with guests about topics and ideas from the ridiculous to the sublime on Don't Ask Me to Talk. Now, here's your host, Stacy Heller. Hello and welcome to the show. I've decided to title this one Heller for the Holidays because I have the whole family here. Are you going to let Annie in? I am. Sorry, I was going to try to make a smooth exit, but I, I just don't think I can do that. There's so. nothing smooth about There's simply nothing. anyone I'm in this family. I'm a bull in a china shop, so I'll <laughs> be right back. <laughs> anyway, um, so first of all, welcome everyone to Don't Ask Me to Talk. If you can't listen live each week, remember that you can find Don't Ask Me to Talk wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also text D-A-M-T-T to 55678, and you will get show details texted right to you. Um, Also, if you would like to connect, you have a comment or a question, the number to call in is 425-373-5527, or you can find me through my website, Stacey Connects. So my guests today are the Wahellers. That is what we have dubbed our family of six We've got Pete in studio. Hello. Hello. He's also my husband. We have uh, Annie, who is going to be walking in any second. And Grace is in studio. Say hello. There we go. Will is zooming in. Hello. And uh, Charlie is not yet here, but he is a classic rogue 18-year-old that is off goodness knows where. Uh, So anyway, Annie, say hello and take a deep breath. Hello. There we go. Okay. So I normally do a rant and ramble, but my family is around me, and uh, I normally rant about them, and that would be awkward. And uh, they're used to me rambling. So instead, I'm going to focus on saying hello to my mother, per usual. She is at Diane's tonight with Lee. For dinner, so hello, Glop. Say hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. And I'm pretty sure that Grappy and Papu are listening this time. So, hello. yeah, there we hey. go. Hey. Hello. So that means that I am now up to two teens of listeners. I mean, yay! Right? Thank you. <laughs> and nationwide. Yeah, yeah, Actually, nationwide. Yeah. That's true. I guess the majority are on the East Coast. If all of us are here, that's true. Look at me. I'm bi-coastal. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The one thing that I actually will rant about today is that I was supposed to get my hair cut. Mm. And I forgot. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah, Who forgets really... about getting their hair cut? Especially <laughs> when they're going to go shorter and gray. Why would you just get one haircut? Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll really cut the rant and ramble short with that one. Yeah. I take after my father. <laughs> Okay, anyway. And and the problem with that is? (laughs) So, um, anyway, that is my one rant. And uh, and by the way, happy Heller Days to all of my listeners. Um, Okay, so I'm going to go right to a Staceyism. I like to lecture my children. What what are you laughing at? I don't think that was the (laughs) punchline. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Um, 
And the whole Stasiism thing basically came as a result of the fact that there would always be lectures in the car with mom because you, they couldn't go anywhere. And one of the things that I had a friend of mine say this, and it really resonated. And so I have an opportunity right now to lecture them all. That's right, folks. I'm going to lecture you. So here's the Stasiism. You don't need to believe that it will work for you, but you should appreciate it. Appreciate that it worked for me. So when I'm lecturing you and I am bestowing all of my wisdom upon you, you don't need to believe that it worked for you. You don't even need to do what I did. You just need to appreciate that it worked for me, and I'm just trying to help. Thoughts, comments? Honestly, if you worked for a pyramid scheme, that's a really good <laughs> way to sell it. <laughs> that being said, and this and is why I have to pay for people to listen to me. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's just the first thing I thought of. And it's a really good piece of it. It truly it, it's good. It's really it makes sense. And I I appreciate that it works for you. I do work for a pyramid scheme. It's called <laughs> the Heller family. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, I just... And there's a trickle-down economics. Remember that. You're right. You're right. <laughs> totally my bad. Any other thoughts, comments? Yeah. I mean, I think it's I think it's good advice that for some weird reason I've never really like thought about. Because I think when you're in the midst of being lectured, you're usually probably thinking that you're right. Meaning like me, myself was right. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, yeah, going along with it. Um, and so I think it's sort of the dynamic of like, oh, you're my mom. I'm going to listen to you. But am I really? But like reflecting back on it, it, I think this helps kind of contextualize where you're coming from. And I'm yeah, I just think it it sort of holds a mirror up to how I was hearing it at the time or whenever I do hear it versus kind of what you were actually intending. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it seems clear, but I don't think I ever thought about it that way. What's interesting is I was told this and the person was um, actually given this advice by um, they are in uh alcohol and drug recovery and they were told this by a peer who was their sponsor for a little while and they were first introduced to the 12-step program and the way that they phrased it is that this whole idea of you don't need to believe it's going to work for you but appreciate that it's worked for me and if you see something that you like in what I'm doing then for lack of a better idea of where to start, maybe start here. And, you know, with you guys, I'm changing it a little bit um, because the whole idea is that um, when dad and I share advice, we know that you're not going to listen to half of it or believe us or whatever. But I also know that as you get older, some of the things that I know my mom has said, that's right, I'm saying this on the air. I'm like, oh, she was right. That's right. And I know that mom is not taping this moment because she does not know how. So ha. So that's why we said it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So with that, I want to make sure that we have a ton of time to chat as a family. So we're going to take a quick break now. And then when we come back, we are going to talk more with the Wahellers on Don't Ask Me to Talk. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Hi, I'm JDK Winnikin, host of This Show Is All About You. If you're like me, you seek many things in your life. Adventure, meaning, belonging, you have dreams and you want fun, and of course, you want love. And we also want other people to join us along the path. But what happens when you don't know how to have all that or where to start? Well, join me every week to learn more about how, because I am just like you. So join me each week here on KKNW for This Show Is All About You, a show about how you and me become we and what that means for all of us. And be sure to visit my website, wordsbyjdk.com. Feelings of disconnect are the cause of an ever-surging mental health crisis. Many of us feel apathetic about ourselves, our work, home, and relationships. We don't know how to re-engage. I'm Greg Kuyper of Kuyper Counseling. At the Root focuses on emotional connection and how awareness is at the root of building healthy relationships with self and others. Join me weekly to re-engage with both. At the Root airs Mondays at 3.30 p.m. here on KKNW. Subscribe to the podcast or go to Kuyper Counseling. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects, it's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Alternative Talk 1150, local talk for the body, mind, and soul. Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. Grappy and Papu, if you are listening, the number to call in, if you would like to say hello, is 425-373-5527. I'll text it to you if that helps. Okay, so I gave everybody a list of questions, three categories that they could choose from. Questions to pose to mom and dad, questions to pose about mom and dad, questions to pose to mom and dad about them or the holidays. And during the break, there was much discussion about this. And we're not actually sure what's going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, nobody. Let's just go. (laughs) Nobody answered. And so I just made the decision. Okay, so. Well, all right. I'm going to make Annie decide. Oh, my gosh. That sounds horrible. All right. (laughs) You're a teacher. You're yours to being flex. All right. (laughs) I'm on break. (laughs) (laughs) Decisions are for what I'm working. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, you know, you said holiday, so I've just been staring at these holiday questions. So we're going to stick with that. Great. Fantastic. Does that mean I start? (laughs) Pick a question. Oh, and by the way, Annie did point out, Charlie's not 18. He's 19. Sick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, my bad. Good thing he's not listening. Probably. <laughs> or if he was, he's no longer listening. Yeah. He's like, you know what? He was I'm like, ah, I was offended in the first 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. So, go ahead, Annie. Um, so, I've been kind of trying to go back and forth <laughs> between the question of, like, did you ever go anywhere for Christmas? Because when we have, it has been a disaster. <laughs> so, um, between that question. <laughs> And Christmas traditions question, because we've kind of like made our own and took some from each one of you guys and, you know, kind of smashed it all together. But I'm curious, like, which traditions come from who, if that makes sense. I'll go first. Fantastic. The tradition in my family is that on Christmas Eve, we have 
some kind of chicken, rice, and vegetable mm. dish. Usually smoked. Usually smoked rice. And then we all try to stay awake in our very nice clothing before we head to midnight mass, which is typically at 10 or 11. Right. We go. My dad used to nod off. My brother used to nod off. I used to nod off. My mother, she did not. And then we came home. We climbed into bed. And then the next morning, it was my job to wake up dad. He would say, I need to make coffee. And he would get fully dressed. I feel like he showered first, but he may not have. And then got his coffee. And then, and only then, could we release the hounds and open presents. At which point, we opened presents. Then we all cleaned up, got dressed, and sat and looked very nicely and quietly at our new books. Oh, joy. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why you clean up. After um, almost immediately right. after, yes. we all used to get our own like designated trash bag. <laughs> yep. Yes, it so is. So there's that tradition. <laughs> Feet. Well, similar, <laughs> but different. So we start on Christmas Eve with the Feast of the Seven Fishes, which we have brought to the Pacific Northwest. Um, when I was growing up, we actually used to go to my great grandmother's house. Um, in the basement. It was a uh, walk-in basement, and like oh, it was family, friends. It was a huge um, party on Christmas Eve that we so used fun. to have, and it was the Feast of the Seven Fishes. So so then my, my grandmother then picked it up, and my parents picked it up, and then my sisters picked it up, and then we brought it out here. So, so on Christmas Eve, we make seven different kinds of fish. Um, the centerpiece, the two things that we've kept consistent from when I was growing up was um, something called bacala, which is a breaded salted cod. And then the second thing was a pasta with anchovy sauce. So those are the two um, things that we've kept consistent. And then we've added some things from out here from that perspective. We used to then go to mass. Um, we Our favorite mass was um, at the Immaculate Conception Church in Waterbury, Connecticut, which lasted mm. 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfect. I, I, that might be why we liked it. We're not sure. Um, <laughs> um, hard to say. Hard well, to you say. got late. You left right after communion, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. sermon was. I remember during the um, during the year when football was on, we used to have the four fifty uh, four fifty five o'clock game or something on the East Coast, and uh, we used to go to four fifteen mass, and we used to <laughs> easily make it for the five o'clock. Oh. Um, so, and then on Christmas Day, we used to get up and uh, um, you know open presents. We probably lingered a little bit longer. Um, but we did have a big Christmas dinner. I do remember that. We used to have a Christmas dinner with my grandparents. And um, and Jacine, um, Auntie Sini, who was uh, my father's brother's sister, um, used to come um, a lot. She was much older, and so she used to come and visit us. She used to bring her um, pickled herring um, mm. as the thing that she always brought. And uh, <laughs> um, But then we'd have a big dinner um, on Christmas Day. Well, and we had, I will say, we did have a big dinner. We typically had, like, a filet or something like that. And we always had... Jesus birthday cake. Of course. Yeah. Right. So that's, I think the Jesus <coughs> birthday cake thing is my side. That's what I thought. I did forget whiskey sours. Whiskey sours oh, was yeah. part of the, <laughs> oh, was part of either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I think we used to have whiskey sours as a, uh, as a drink. Oh? So and as we got older, <laughs> you know, when we were younger, like we'd always watch the adults have it. And then, you know, when we first got to have it, you're like, oof, why would you drink this? And now we're like, why wouldn't you're you like, drink why, this? Why, <laughs> what else? <laughs> no. no. Um, Follow-up question, Dad, did you then, if it was like a whole party thing, would you then eat seven fish, like all 
in the evening. In one sitting? Like, ba- Pretty yeah, much, basically. yeah. So that was one thing. We used to have it. Um, <laughs> so when, Versus spread out. Yeah, so we used to have it when we used to go to the, my great-grandmother's and we used to be all at once. And then when my grandmother did it, we used to have some snacks. She used to call them snick snacks. Right. Um, <laughs> and then, um, then, but we'd have most of them at dinner. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah, fair so, enough. And I know we kind of now do like we start a breakfast and then have some for lunch and then go to dinner. So Yeah, I like that. But I really think if you asked me to, I could for sure eat at least seven fish in one sitting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Especially that if you really like a bouillabaisse. Like yeah. A, you know, yeah. seafood yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we definitely have done a combination of, you know, East Coast meets West Coast in terms of the traditions. Um, I feel like on the East Coast... It was more like, you know, clams and the smelts that you mentioned. And we have the salted cod, of course, and the pasta with the anchovy and all that. Um, here we've done uh, things that have a little bit more of an Asian influence. Like we did like a Thai mussels one time. Uh, crab is obviously. Crab, yeah. yeah Dungeness crab is big. Salmon, like of course. Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing. A little halibut spread. <laughs> Just for the halibut. <laughs> 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 yep, <laughs> there's where they get it from, folks. Okay, uh, who has any other follow-up to that question? No. Yeah, I do. <laughs> the question hasn't been directed towards me because I feel as though I established a tradition in the family. Oh, so it wasn't which, a question. It was just, it was a remark. It was that I remark. that the question wasn't directed towards me. Oh, so oh. Back in my excuse me. <laughs> Back in my youth, I think like second or third grade, I was convinced that my mother, because I thought so highly of her abilities, she had made a Bush and Noel Yule log, Jesus' birthday cake, every year growing up. And I was like, oh, yeah, she cranks these things out every year. Easy. <laughs> Friends that are interested in this, let's all get together and do it. So long story short, I was a tad bit wrong. And what that did spiral into was a wonderful tradition of, making a Bush and Noel with a couple other families. Um, And I think it really allowed mom to explore her baking kind of abilities and sort of learn a new skill. Sure, sure. Whether she wanted to or not. But (laughs) yeah, it's gone on for a pretty long time. And that was my fault or thanks to me, depending on your perspective. (laughs) Thanks to you. I mean, like you said, it started in fifth grade and now you are not even in a grade and it has continued and uh, it's pretty awesome. I think the greatest moment though is when will participated in the production of the yule log and he went oh this is kind of (laughs) hard it's much harder than i thought it would be um i believe that we have a call-in guest hello well, hello. Hello. If oh, you have the show. Papu calling from Rhode Island. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Turn down <laughs> your computer in the background. Well, thank you. There we go. Hello. How's that? That's better. How are you? We are wonderful, and we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas, and it's so great to hear everybody together. And we miss you terribly. We well, miss you, you, too. Yes, yes. And I hear you talking about all the stuff that you're making and doing, and it's so fun. Yeah, I was telling them <laughs> about going to Grandma Pace's basement um, oh, when we were younger for, for Feast of the Seven Fishes and all of our relatives and friends that used to be down there. And, it used to be... and we don't know who all those friends and were. Uncle Pippi. But... <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Pippi. Yes. Uncle Pippi, who was missing a finger. <laughs> 
Or two. Oh, or yeah. two. <laughs> we don't know. It was a so. big, huge, it was a big Christmas. That's all we know. Yep. That we had lots of fun and lots of people. And, yeah, it was great. Yep. And you, you're going to Veronica's this year, my sister, Veronica. No, no, Veronica's coming here, but she's bringing the seven fish. Oh, very oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Except I am providing the smelt. Oh, oh. oh. of course. That's one of the things we're going to look for this year. We, we I don't know if we can get them here, but we're going to find. Yeah, try Will it. Will late, wants your recipe. We're a late looking. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Yeah. First part. We're cook them outside. Yep. Okay. Cool. That's fun. I guess the first step in making smelts is find the smelts early. Preparing the smelts. Yes. <laughs> okay. Finding the smelts. Yeah. All right. Well. That's okay. Well, of course, as we're talking about these things, naturally we're thinking of you because, hello, you contributed so much to our traditions. Yeah. Hello. 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 You're here. Oh, there you go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're all good. Um, All right. Well, it was nice for you guys to call in. Keep listening and you'll hear about some more of our family traditions. Okay. Okay. I would... Very anxious oh, to listen to it. Don't forget about the, the Howland Hughes Santa Claus bag. Oh, yes, the Howland Hughes Santa Claus bag. <laughs> I, I will bring it up now that you mentioned it. All right. Love you guys. Right. Love you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Bye. Christmas. That was awesome. And that is Grappy and Papu, Pete's parents. And, uh, Side note, when Pete and I were first dating and I went and I spent Thanksgiving with his family before we were engaged, and I had come from this very quiet household, and that I entered the Heller household, and Grappy was a kindergarten teacher. She loved the mayhem and madness that came with that, and uh, it was a very different environment. Things were homemade, like... I think she made the applesauce like with her kindergartners. And I was like, ew. And I think like (laughs) Veronica made the pumpkin pie from scratch. Ew. (laughs) And still don't do that though. No. Costco carries the pumpkin pie. I mean, you know, and it was just different. And so I was so overwhelmed at times because there was so much, um, so much noise and the hustle bustle and everybody talking and laughing and, you know, just food and all of these things. And I would have to escape for a few minutes and call my family and be like, hello. And what's interesting is that now our house is full of hustle and bustle and noise and food and warmth. So it just goes to show that when you find your significant other, they maybe carve out some space for you to do some of the things that you didn't know you always wanted to do or be, but they help you and allow you to be that. So heartfelt. All right, enough of that. Uh, Will, now you pick a question from the list. You could change categories, too. You don't have to stick with Yeah. Oh, these are just so many options. Well, there's one of two things. I actually, actually, you know what? I'm just going to go with, one of the ones that Annie brought up, and that is traveling for Christmas, because I feel like we've had some all-time highs and some all-time lows doing that. I mean, memories nonetheless, but some not ideal circumstances. So, okay, uh, yeah. and no offense to Grappy and Papu, who no, all offense to Texas though. Okay, <laughs> this is yeah, this is oh, airline no. logistics, yeah. not the actual experiences Absolutely once not. we were no, there. No, no, no. Okay, so 
This is the why in transit you, portion. Yeah. Why don't you tell yeah. about the first one? Oh. Anybody? What's There's the background? Of so, the Texas of, situation? Yeah. Okay. So this was Christmas in Florida. It's great. Moving on from the actual Christmas, we were coming home. <laughs> and... We had a layover in Texas, which like you do, like it's a it's a long flight, and we were we were going through Houston. Flights were like crazy because I think it was United, and it was like their hub, and everything was just a mess. And we were in the airport. We had like a flight at like noon, and then it got pushed to three, and then six, and there then were snowstorms everywhere. Everywhere, and then we were on the plane. I fell asleep at one point, and I woke up, and I was like, "Are we there?" And we were <laughs> deplaning because it never took off, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "This is a disaster." It was a mess. So then they put us up in a hotel. It was like 3 a.m. They put us up in a hotel and we get so, there. And some sleep for like two hours. Literally, because the their plan was like, I know, let's put this family of six on standby <laughs> and see what happens. So we had to get up at 5 a.m. to get back to the airport for the first flight at 7. So we get there at like 3. Some college is celebrating something. It was we like a bowl game. It was like a bowl game. Oh, mind you, <laughs> the plane left. So we have no luggage. And. We oh get up God. at five. They're still partying. We're a disaster. We get to the airport, and the first flight gets canceled. We don't make it on the second, and I think the third flight gets canceled. At that point, we were like, this simply is not going to work, and then decided, well, maybe we'll just like drive to San Antonio. We'll drive somewhere else. Well, we were going to rebook with Alaska. Right. And then they were like, oh, well, we can get you to San Antonio, and ended up in San Antonio. Had to go to the mall, literally cleared out Gap because we smelled so bad, got new clothes. <laughs> Underwear specifically. Yeah, <laughs> specifically, <laughs> that was a lot. Went to Applebee's for dinner. Nice. Um, Remembered the Alamo. Went to the Alamo, <laughs> did a whole Miss Congeniality boat tour situation. Oh my gosh, they did. <laughs> went huh? to a little wax Whoa. museum. It was the most bizarre. They made guac at the, at the table. Yeah, we went oh, to like, yeah, we were sitting nice. on like, a little river. It was. Traumatized Charlie with John Cena. <laughs> yes, that was probably the highlight, honestly. That was a Christmas miracle. Um, and okay, only because there was a lot of John Cena going around yes, that yeah, year. Right. Yeah. yeah. He thought it was hilarious until he saw the light. Until light, he literally light. Oh, saw He him. definitely could see him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, he could not see him. Um, and I think, the, I think the craziest part was like we literally left Florida on like maybe the 28th. And I, yeah. we got back the 31st. Like, I remember being New Year's Eve and getting home and us being like, it's New Year's Eve. Not that I had plans. I was like 13. I think I was probably the most dramatic about it. Yeah, Annie was, Annie was, (laughs) well, we, I remember we planned Annie was going to be the first to get on standby. Yeah, I needed to be home for whatever dramatic reason, so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pick one. Pick a dramatic reason. I know, like, yeah, you could probably list six different things. (laughs) And Annie had to be there. All of them were probably correct. Yeah. (laughs) Annie was just a jet setter. She was like, I have plans. Like, I can't do this. This is too much. Yeah. Daddy, where's my private thing? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what happened. And then we were decorating the tree to come full circle this year. And Will pulls out an ornament from our enormous, like you could have pulled out any number of legless creatures. And Will pulls out the Christmas in Texas ornament. And we were yeah. like, oh, no. Not this. Yeah. Well, 
what makes it easier for future years is that there won't be a glass slipper in the way of trying oh. to find that ornament. Granted, this is after I dropped the glass slipper ornament and it shattered. And we found glass after you allegedly vacuumed. <laughs> you yeah. watched me vacuum. No. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Then we got yeah. stuck. Didn't we get, we got stuck in Spokane once? Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Home from. We'll be coming home from. We went to Rhode Island. Oh I think. yeah, that was which Rhode is Island. not so um, bad because Spokane is not. Well, the, worst. the Spokane <laughs> interesting thing about Spokane was was that we were like 30 minutes from the airport, um, from Seattle, mm-hmm. and the, they we were heading that direction, and all of a sudden we started going a different direction. Yeah, they were like, nah. And we're like, what? <laughs> we were like, this doesn't um... seem right. And so they go, we, it was kind of like, we didn't get the... We didn't get the floor mats. Like it was like, yeah. they, like they they didn't have the right. Fo- they didn't get the upgraded fog equipment, so they couldn't land. I'm like, what you? Yeah. Like you were like, cheap. you were like, ah, like right. Like that doesn't make the Boeing. Like right. what are you doing? <laughs> so I'm just, they turned around and we landed at Spokane. Now the interesting thing when we landed at Spokane is they there was no one at the Spokane airport to greet the plane that was coming in that late. Um, and then we went. They gave us vouchers to a hotel, which. We all went to this poor hotel, which this person was there working um, their first night on the job. (laughs) And we all came in with our vouchers, like, give us rooms. And they didn't know what to do, so they left. They quit. Literally, (laughs) literally quit. They quit. (laughs) They left. And so the manager came. Like, he said, I'll be right back. From the camera. That was the funny thing. Yeah. And I I will say, like, had it been my first day working a graveyard shift at a hotel in Spokane, I too probably, I would have been like, this is literally not what I signed up for. I'm pretty sure he thought, they thought, they were, we're going to put you on this shift because no be, one's no going to be there. Be very right. easy. You'll get to like kind of figure out what's going on. No. So, so that was that. But we that was again. We got home New Year's New Eve, Year's Eve on that that one as well. Um, and then I don't think there was any mishaps on our trip to Sicily. Yeah, there was. Well, in, uh, wait. There was a volcanic eruption. Oh, that. But that, <laughs> that was, was a minor situation. <laughs> I suppose. By the way, the Florida trip was 2015. Okay. Okay. Oh my so, god. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so. So the Sicily trip was fantastic. Yeah, that was um, great trip. The trans in transit, we had no issues. Um, Surprisingly, um, actually, Dad and Charlie almost missed their flight because they missed oh, yes. the entire security that checkpoint. Is true. We did that rule, but. Um, <laughs> but they got patted down at the gate and yeah. got let on. Yeah. So <laughs> they asked me a lot of questions. Yeah, I was tempted to say, Charlie, I don't know who he is, and <laughs> just let him just let him see what happens. And just yeah, oh, just home alone in New York situation. Yeah. Do you I, see yeah. what happens when you know nobody's listening? Yeah. You could just talk about them. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, um, yes, the volcanic eruption in, um, Sicily was interesting, right? Yeah, that yeah. was, a... yes, during our Christmas Eve lunch. Um, oh, yes. We were literally at the foot of the volcano and there was I... ash falling everywhere. Mount Etna. Yep. Mount Etna. There was ash falling everywhere and, uh, they were, the people at the restaurant were like, it's fine. You're yeah, like, they were like, we just won't do the winery tour. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what, define fine. Yeah. yeah. And then I... at one point, though, they're like, mm, you should go now. Yeah. <laughs> So. And then I think the best part was we were all like, you could see like this giant smoke cloud and we were getting closer to it. The winery was at the base of yeah, yeah. the volcano and our cousin Owen was like stressed. And maybe we all should have been a little bit more stressed because he was like, guys, like it's literally erupting. We were like, Owen, chill. It's fine. <laughs> and then like we literally like from our like, our house that night could see the lava coming down the side of the mountain. We were like, oh no, we were, we were for sure there. Mm-hmm. Like, Two like hours. We were ago. literally right there. Yeah, it was a bit. Uh, I that liked when Owen thing. said, "Is it a problem if the animals are going in the opposite <laughs> direction?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. In hindsight, yes, that is a problem. So that was a good one. Yes. Okay, so I don't know though. Like traveling on holidays, we always we we'll go back and forth on it, right? Sometimes we say yes, and sometimes we think, "Oh, that's a great idea," and other times we. 
So I think we like to just be home for the holidays. Usually. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I will speak for myself. I know I deal with anxiety and it definitely trying to create all of the, like keep the traditions when you have, when you're dealing with anxiety structure and, you know, that tradition and repetition and that kind of thing, it sort of calms things down. And so having to navigate and move during a major holiday like that, it definitely triggers anxiety. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that the, I think that if you were, if we were the type of family who had no traditions, I think traveling would be easier. But because we have such like a strong grip on our traditions, I think that it makes it a little bit trickier to like, because then not only are you like, oh, we're in a new place, but then you're also like trying to make sure you fulfill those traditions, rightfully so. So it's a, traveling's a tricky one. All right. Uh, Grace, your turn. Oh, this one's kind of, I guess, not deep. But growing up, did you prefer Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? And what are your thoughts now? I'll let you go. Well, I think growing up, like Christmas Day was always the day because you're like, right. like, what did I get? What did I get? Right. So I think there was a little of that um, growing up. Um, but I think now I like um, Christmas Eve better. Um, it's a little to me like Thanksgiving, right? Because it's yeah. like, it's just about people coming together and eating and enjoying each other's company. Christmas Day becomes a little bit more about like, did everyone like what they got? And there's a little bit of, you know, kind of pressure on right. on the gift side of it. So That makes sense. I would agree. I think that... Um, Christmas morning, it was always a big deal, and uh, just hanging with the fam and whatever. Um, I do remember one year I found where mom hid the presents, and I looked at all of the presents and had no surprises, and it completely ruined Christmas I remember you telling us that as children, and I never looked for presents since. Yeah. I mean, it just so ruined it. Um, Anyway, that's a side note. Um, Did she know that? If she didn't, she does now. All right. Surprise! Um, that's the year that I got an easel. That was a surprise. I just thought it was a bunch of wood that was stacked up in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that you didn't see it, it's that you didn't know what it was. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, and I agree with Dad, though. I think Christmas Eve has become definitely a favorite because, as he says, I think when your parents and, you know, the kids and Santa coming and, you know, presents for the kids and expectations and, you know, you want everybody to be happy. Gosh darn it. And, you know, there's, it's like the highs are high and the lows are low. And typically, you know, if there were things that had to be put together, you were up late. Um, Usually by Christmas morning, dad likes to tease me because of the Christmas that I got sick. And I walked around the house with a blanket over my shoulders looking like, I don't know. Kind of. And (laughs) he's always like, oh, here she is. Um. Because especially, I think, for moms who carry the brunt of a lot of the the traditions um, in a tr- more traditional household like ours, um, it was a lot. And so yeah. Christmas Eve just feels more festive. Now, I would say I'd be down with exchanging, like, family gifts on Christmas Eve. And then it would become, like, <clears throat> the penultimate experience. I... Have been saying this for a while. Like I feel like Annie's love language is also gifts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, but like, how cool would it be to like 
you have to pick like something from like your siblings or something like a family thing. You could like open like one or something. Right? I don't know. I agree. I think that that would be a slippery slope though because we all get so excited to give each other our gifts. I know. That I'd be like, oh, pick my gift open. And then we'd be like, all right, just open them all. Yeah, it's got to be all or nothing. Yeah. I can't just pick. Yeah. I mean, I'd be down. We could definitely try this. We could make Eric decide. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's a new tradition. Eric is part of our Christmas Eve present opening. Every year, he chooses whether we wait till Christmas morning or open on Christmas Eve. You're like our Puxatawney film. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to see if Eric sees his shadow. Exactly. We'll be like, ah, dang it, we have to wait. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm down with that. All right. We'll have to see what Eric has to say about it. Do you have thoughts on this, Eric? Happy to help, however possible. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and uh, Eric would probably take bribes, children. Um, okay. Next, let's go back to Annie. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, How did you not see this coming? <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't. Um, okay. Um, how does like the way that we decorate our house now compared to how the houses that you lived in were decorated when you were younger. You want me to go or you want to go? You go. Uh, Mimi decorated the house from bottom to bottom, as in she didn't really decorate upstairs where the bedrooms were. <laughs> oh, <perfect>. But the rest of the house was fully decorated. She had a moment where she was crafty and she made these um, heart-shaped, uh, like, pillowy things. Mm-hmm. And they made a garland. But then when she hung them by the fireplace over time, the string that she hung them with melted, I think, or something like that. Um, and she made all kinds of things. The, um, everything was decorated. She tried to wait until after the 14th because that was Uncle Peter's birthday. And so then... After the 15th or after the 14th, um, you know, we were fully decorated. There was always candy and candles and lights. And we always had white lights on the tree mm. and red balls. Like her big thing was like red and white. No homemade ornaments. No uh, Wilmis tree. Uh, <clears throat> I don't remember the ornaments that we made as kids going up on the tree much. Mm. They may have gone into the circular file. No, for sure, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure, though, but I just don't remember them, Mm. or they haven't made it through the test of time. (laughs) I'm shocked. I know. I know. You can make new ones. I. You know what? That's what we're doing this year. We should do only Star of David popsicle stick frames with childhood photos in them (laughs) all over the tree. And but all of me. But all of Will. <laughs> in every form. Or weird, gross resin cookies. Or we, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, the more we talk about it, the more I'm actually kind of liking this whole simple red ball situation. <laughs> well, and the pine cones covered in glitter. Uh, yeah. I mean, come on. I'm sure you were super thrilled when we came home with those. <laughs> Love it. Oh, we have another caller. Probably calling to defend herself. It's Joan. <laughs> Hello? You're you're absolutely right, my dear. (laughs) About what? Everything? I'm calling to... uh, No. (laughs) Anything. But I am calling to defend myself. Uh Uh-huh. About? (sighs) 
so much. <laughs> Where can I begin? <laughs> I mean, think about it, kids. You know me. Your mother interprets me all wrong. Okay. So did you put our ornaments that we made on the tree? You didn't make any ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that because you didn't make them with us? No, I didn't make ornaments with you. <laughs> okay. So, fine. We've addressed that one. What, uh, el- what else am I wrong about? Well... I don't know. Did I don't dad, know where to did begin. dad have to, like, yes, get dressed? No, you're absolutely right. He had to get up, take a shower, and get dressed perfectly before he went out. No, there's no question about that. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. it sounds like it was really stuffy. It wasn't. We used to dance. <laughs> yeah, to the songs that you liked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mimi had a grand old time. Yeah, like, best holiday ever. <laughs> little slow hand really (laughs) night moves we were all like (laughs) absolutely kids i think it's great you're all on you and pete and everybody i do i love you i i really wish i could be there and just uh, set her straight on a few things but anyway i love her anyway okay all right well thank you for that mom i appreciate it and uh thank you for Thank you for being a regular listener. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I just can I live for Tuesdays. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Okay. All right. Love, love you. you. All. We love, love you. you. Love okay, you. Bye bye. Bye, Eric. <laughs> I think mom likes Eric better. I think when she said all of you kids, I think Eric was included in that. <laughs> well, she gave him a special goodbye. Uh oh. Okay. Merry Christmas, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you mean mom? <laughs> okay, so your house decorated. Um, I think we were. Um, I think we did a lot of. The tree was always the center, right? We used to get a big tree every year. Um, we had very high ceilings when I lived in um, Waterbury. We had a big house had a big high ceilings and stuff like that. Colored lights all the time. We had colored lights. Mm. We had a lot of different um, ornaments on the tree. Um, I remember garland and tinsel. I don't know if you guys actually know what tinsel is. <laughs> yes. But, the, okay. Yeah. But it's the thing we used to put gar- garland and tinsel on it, which was kind of magical. Like That's very. Right. Like, it kind of, yeah, when the lights go on, it kind of like yeah, reflects. Yeah. And... So that was very cool. Um, so wait, the <clears> garland <throat> was like the metal tinsely one? Well, the, the garland is the, yeah, the garland like you put around the tree. And then okay. the tinsel was you'd hang on it. It was like mm-hmm. a hang like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the icicles. Almost. Like yeah, in, yeah. Uh, literally like in the movie we just watched. Um, yeah, Christmas Vacation. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we never lit it on fire. But, oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> I don't, or, I'm like, why least, am I thinking yes. fire hazard? Or I don't recall. <laughs> um, I know. Pete and, keeps talking into the microphone like he's at a Senate hearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, I do remember we had, um, I think it was er- before it was actually a thing, an elf on the shelf. We had we named it Hangover because uh, it used to have his hands over his head oh. like this, like on his head, and we used to go hang and we used to put Hangover all over the house. Okay, <laughs> that seems like an Everett tradition, except just the Hangover hang- part. I, wonder, I, I hope Grappy and Papu still have Hangover. Still hangover. <laughs> if they do, they should send us a picture of it. Um, Absolutely. But yes, yeah, so um, but I remember, so and we had a lot of we had other um, decorations like that, right? And then we always had a um, crash somewhere in the house, like a mm. major. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and then one of the th- our traditions was that we had a manger and it had hay. And you didn't have put, you started the season without any hay in it. And as, if the, as kids, we did something good. 
We got, got to put, put a, a piece in of straw in. Could put straw mm. in the manger and stuff. And wow. so hopefully, hopefully there was it was full by Christmas. If, right. So, so Jesus suffers if you're bad. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yikes. Okay. First I feel of like all, he's done enough. <laughs> first of all, two points to note. Uh, Papu said that they still have him, and oh my goodness, the missing Heller, Wah Heller, that is, is on the phone. <gasps> Hello, Hello to Chuckles. Can you hear me? We yes. can hear you. Oh, okay, great. I'm here. Hi. Hi. Hey. We've been talking about you the whole show. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have been talking about all kinds of things like how we decorate our tree, favorite family traditions, things like that. Um, I'm going to ask each of you the question, favorite Christmas books and stories? Charlie, I'll let you go first in case you have to hang up or something. You've given me a great advantage because I know everybody else loves this one, but uh, Bloomin' Christmas. Oh, no. Yeah, I stole it. I knew I stole it from everybody else. (laughs) So rude. Well, and give a little background on the story and the tradition of reading the story. So I believe it's Christmas Eve we read it, if I don't remember. Yep. If I remember correctly. Um, But it's basically a a short story illustrated just the way I like it. And um, it's about Santa that's very grumpy and is maybe not as excited to deliver all the toys. And it's just funny because... Santa's really angry, and it makes me laugh. Yes, he's a very cranky Santa. Oh, yeah. He reminds exactly. me of Papu. Blooming, blooming <laughs> snow. Exactly. And I think the highlight, of it, is, yeah, the highlight of it is Dad reading it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Mention that part. So we'll go this time from uh, youngest to oldest. So, Grace. We're talking, like, books? Books, stories. All right. I think... I always really liked the one that was like the the letters to Father Christmas. Oh, Tokian. Yes, which in hindsight I never actually read. I just really liked opening the envelopes because <laughs> it was like it's just like a tactile thing to like do. I don't know. Um, yeah, that was my probably my favorite book to. So that's a tradition that started with um, my mom and dad, and they had uh, Tokian's um, letters to Father Christmas. That Tokian had written to his children, and he talked about Father Christmas and the North Polar Bear and the adventures that they had with the elves and all of that. Maybe I should actually read it one of these years. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. He even created a elfin language, and um, at the back of the book, there is a letter in the language. Fascinating. <laughs> I never got that out of it. I mostly just looked at the pictures and opened the letters. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Okay. William. Well, seeing as I don't know how to read, there weren't a lot of stories <laughs> that I liked. <laughs> no. Wow. Uh, no, but I can't remember any like particular books. For some reason, I have this like vivid memory, and I might be making this up, of some like kids' book that had these big illustrations that were almost like 50s but like 50s style but like the a look into family. the future maybe well was know. it kind and of like remember. a really big book like yeah, a tall like a large book size book and like yeah, yeah and it was Did it look like, like it was this... like a mansion or a hotel or something yeah and it was oh, like wow. super like it was like a 50s of <laughs> like i think it was like 50s style like it was made then but it was made to look like it was in the future kind of jetsons-esque maybe oh is it anti-claus, anti-claus that's what i was gonna say anti-claus might be it oh my gosh know. that's like literally the one i was gonna say oh really yeah <laughs> 
that's I, tough. I hate everything. Because <laughs> I, I like, I can't remember. Like, I feel like a lot of the stories broadly are kind of more or less the same. But that was one that I always remember being like kind of taken aback by the world that they were kind of trying to depict or that the version of the world that they were depicting. And I just found that to be cool. It had a vibe of um, a day with Wilbur Robinson. Definitely. That's what it was. I couldn't think of the name of that, but that's exactly what I thought it was like. Yep. Okay. All right. By the way, for people that are listening, I have I am a huge aficionado of uh, children's books and worked at a uh, bookstore, managed it for a few years, and continue to collect children's books. I am a big, big fan. So, Annie? Well... <laughs> kind of is garbage because because <laughs> not only did you guys choose all the good ones, but also the one that I was like literally sitting here from when Charlie came on to now, Will said. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was fighting to get there too and had even less time to come up with it. Yeah, so. So that was pretty impressive. Um, I have no- nothing else to. What about the one of contribute. the the trees where it's like always it's too big for everyone and then they cut Mr. Down. Willoughby's tree. Yeah, and where then they it get finally that, goes to the mouse. Yeah, where you get the really big tree, and they're like, "Ah, oh, just lob off the top," and then the top is like thrown out, and then like a family of moles gets in, and they're like, "Ah, it's too big," and then they lob off the top, and it just keeps getting smaller. Hmm. I don't remember that. I don't one. remember that. Guess oh. what? I'll be reading that one this year. <clears throat> Fantastic. And the rest of them. Okay, and then we also, of course, have the tradition of reading "Twas the Night Before Christmas." Yes. Which? Yeah, but that one's no fun. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, which, if you listen to JD's uh, show, he uh, this show is all about us. Um, he actually um, talks about the history of that show, hmm. or the history of that story, and how it was uh, how it is has it rooted in reality, uh, and how mildly it is... breaking and entering. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Is there any legal repercussions or no? But it has, of course. <laughs> completely then uh, overtaken our view of Santa Claus and the experience and what Santa might look like. Mm. Right. Okay. So anyway, I digress. Okay. Favorite holiday movies. I think Annie should get to go. First. All right. Annie, you get to go this time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but take your time to think about it. Um, <sighs> but not that much time. I know. I'm trying. Um, honestly, I used to like Frosty. Oh, yes. Um, and I always used to, like, be, like, kind of rebellious against seeing the, um, like, the live-action Grinch one, like, the one with What's-His-Face. Jim Carrey. Yeah, but, wow, that's a funny movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a good one. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, like, classic, classic Frosty, I think. Yes, Frosty. Okay. Now I'm going to ping it over to Charlie. I have a few options. So one of my personal favorites is I like the claymation. Um, I can't remember the name, but it's like the the icy guy and the, the hot guy. What are the names? Is it Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? It's maybe? the, mm. the, the, the heat miser, snow miser. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which movie were they from? Because I always, they, those are my favorite characters. Like I don't remember. I don't know why. That's not I the dentist elf, is it? That's, I don't know if they're holiday really characters, but oh. I just think they're funny. So I just enjoy it any time they're on the I can't remember when we watch it, but sometimes I see him and I'm like, I like this. Um, um, occasionally my hair looks like the heat misers. Yeah. And then the other one I was thinking was, um, what's the one where the 
the dad becomes Santa. I don't know why, but that's Oh, the Santa Claus. Yeah, the concept of that is just funny to me. So every time I see that, I I can't help but giggle a little. We have to put that on the list. Yeah, that's a classic. classic. All right, now let's take it to Will. Well, I think that my favorite is... I mean, it's definitely Christmas vacation, but I'm also going to give a shout out to Fred Claus because I know that's Grace's answer. Yep, she's getting mad. That's so rude. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, mostly Christmas vacation. I just think it's hilarious. And like, it's obviously like super goofy, but I feel like it's also sort of realistic in how Christmas is. Like, it's not all fun and easy. It's like, it's chaotic and kind of messy. And so I like that. Um, So yeah, I think that's my answer, my real answer. (laughs) Uh, Grace? Red Claws. Real original. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know what? what Talk to no, me. No, you yeah. know what? Home Alone. Charlie's right. Home Alone's a good one. Talk to me when another movie has Ludacris as a elf <laughs> DJ. Oh, so that right there is peak holiday comedy. Well, I, I, talk about it. I will say the thing that I love about Fred Claus is the idea that uh, he reminds Santa that children are really not on the naughty list. Yeah, it has a great story and ludicrous and ludicrous. And, you know, (laughs) women can be taller than men. There's so many good stories. Well, and uh, Pete, yours. I know yours, but go ahead. Well, I have to watch It's a Wonderful Life every year. Yes. That's my. (laughs) Yes. That's the one I always have to watch. So. And I like a Christmas story with the Red Rider BB gun. Ah, classic. That's a classic. And then, of course, there's Mm -hmm. all the rom-coms that basically... Did you know what that the kid, Ralphie, in A Christmas Story is one of the elves in Elf? Hmm. No, I did not. He's Ming Ming. <laughs> wow. Really? Yep. Yes. Wow. Now I have to watch him. Now we got to watch him back to back. Ah. Looks like we got some plans. Okay. I, I, the other thing I would say is I can't, you can't beat the Grinch cartoon, though. That is a good mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Max. Max the dog yeah. is like classic in that. So um, I like when he's like... On the, the front of the sled, and then he sits up in the back, and he waves. He waves. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. All right, uh, so we only have a couple minutes left, so we're going to do a speed round, uh, and we're going to do Christmas cookies. Oh, dude. Oh. All right, Grace, I'll let you start. <clears throat> All right, out of bitterness for the fact that we've only made these one year is definitely Graham's lemon drop cookies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> otherwise, it's the nut, <laughs> otherwise, nut butter balls. Well, happy holidays to you. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I'm just saying, I ask for them every year. They never make the cut. Were they on the list this year? Oh, they didn't even make it. Yeah, you didn't even mention them. You know what? You get shot down one too many times and you stop trying. Wow. Maybe this would have been the year. You don't know. Yeah, that's true. Annie? Um, You know what? It has changed over the years, but I actually think gingerbread. Mm -hmm. Wow. So good. It's okay. probably because of the wonderful decorating that the boys do. Oh, there. absolutely. <laughs> in, like, undershirts and, like, There's always an Eli Manning. <laughs> yeah, our We're tradition is that I, every type of person. <laughs> I bake the gingerbread cookies, and the tradition is that the boys decorate them, and it is chaos. They're just so soft. You know? yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Charlie, your favorite cookie? Um, It's kind of a rare one, but I have fond memories of the Oreo truffles. Nice. Mm, that's a good one. Those are classic. Those All right. As early as we do have them, they are very good. Amazing. All right. Will? I'm shocked this wasn't said already, but the peanut blossoms yeah, are, baby. My, are the best. easily my favorite. I was expecting um, Annie to say it. I know. Me too. 
Interesting, interesting. Those are those are easily number one. Honorable mention to um, uh, Peter Brittle. That's oh, always yeah. tasty, but I yeah. sometimes think I break my teeth, so that's the only reason why I didn't put it up there higher. <laughs> nice. All right. In our last couple seconds here, Pete. Nut butter balls. There you yeah. go. And uh, I'm a toss-up between uh, peanut blossoms and gingerbread myself. So, all right. Well, thank you, family, for being here and for being on the show. Everyone have a safe and happy holidays from my family to all of yours. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.